This is HPR episode 1798 entitled Machine Learning and Service Robots and is part of the series Interviews. It is hosted by Miwi and is about 9 minutes long. The summary is Interview with Prof. Dr. Wolfgang Ertl at the 2014 Maker World in Germany. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello, Hacker Public Radio. This is Michael, also known as Mervy. I want to finally bring you a short interview from the Maker World 2014, which was end of June last year alongside the Hem Radio, Europe's biggest amateur radio fair in Friedrichshafen, southern Germany. It was the first time with the Maker Fair adjacent to the amateur radio conference and it turned out quite well. One complete exhibition hall was dedicated to the Maker World and the Ravensburg Weingarten University of Applied Sciences had a big booth there where they demonstrated machine learning and assistive robotics. I myself was captivated when I was just strolling along the main stage, where Professor Wolfgang Ertl was just giving one of his introductory talks. There were lots of uh, kids in the, in the audience, and he did a great job in explaining the fundamentals of robotics and machine learning, starting out by explaining the differences between humans and machines, what are the things each one can do very well, and what are the tasks that pose more of a challenge to either one. He went on about classical programming approaches and how they fail in certain situations. That made it obvious that we have to enable the machines to adapt to various environments to be able to dynamically learn things and extend their capabilities beyond what the programmers initially put in them. As an intuitive example of machine learning, he showed a crawling robot with a pair of wheels and a simple arm controlled by two servos, which is able to lift the device up or, if controlled correctly, drag it along or push it away. He showed some videos, which I have uh, links to in the show notes, where we could watch the robots learning from scratch how to move forward on different surfaces. It was interesting to see how the same algorithm can come up with completely different movement patterns depending on the surface or even just for different runs of the same program on the same surface. Now, with the basic concept introduced how machines can learn things they were not initially programmed to do, he went on talking about application of those techniques in service robots which are meant to assist people in their daily living. He talked about their prototypes of service robots, Kate and Marvin, which they had both live at their booth with uh, demonstrations. And I have links to the homepage in the show notes where you can see videos of, of both of them. At that point, the newer robot, Marvin, wasn't able to do very much because it was so brand new. They had just gotten the parts days before the event and they decided to bring it along and to show it off. 
and it really is impressive. Go have a look at the videos. At the end of his presentation, he showed a short video of some dog-like robot carrying military supplies over rough surfaces, commenting that whatever noble goals the researchers might have about human-assistive robots and so on, no one should fool themselves about where the money is and where this technology will be also used. He did not overemphasize it, but I think it was a fair point to make for the overall picture. So far for setting the stage, so let's jump into the interview. We are at the Maker World in Friedrichshafen and I'm talking to Wolfgang Hertel. And can you just summarize what we are seeing here, what you're doing here? Yes, I mean, our uh, competence is machine learning. This is a, a subfield of artificial intelligence. And uh, what you can see here is applications of machine learning to service robotics. So our goal is uh, to make service robots learn their tasks. And this is a big advantage uh, compared to classical programming because these tasks that a service robot has to solve are extremely difficult. And it's almost or even really impossible to program such tasks. And our solution is we apply machine learning techniques, which is kind of the same as we humans do. A kid learns its behavior and it's not being programmed. And this is what we do. And yeah, we, we can do it quite successfully. For example, our service robot Kate here is able to learn by demonstration. I mean, this is quite obvious. A human trainer demonstrates the task a couple of times, maybe two or three times. The robot watches this human trainer. And after that, the robot can, by applying some generalization and machine learning algorithms, reproduce the task. Okay, I, I saw your talk before where you explained how there are problems which we cannot approach by normal programming, why yeah. we need machine learning to be able to adapt to, to varying environments and, and such, yeah, yeah. such things. And uh, can you talk a little bit about your institution, about your, uh, your department, what collaborations yeah, you have? I mean, uh, uh, this is the uh, Institute for Artificial Intelligence at Hochschule Ravensburg Weingarten. And there we, we have a couple of different uh, research projects. Our latest project is on assistance robots for physically disabled people. And for this project we just built a new service robot which we present here at the Maker World for the first time. And, and this is really a very innovative robot, for example, because this robot is able to grab objects from the floor in any height up to about two meters. So this robot can reach any position in a typical living environment. And so what we have at the moment is the hardware of the robot and some software And we are now starting to implement all the service robot software on this new robot. We have, of course, a lot of software modules already from its predecessor. The predecessor robot was Kate, and you can see on the internet videos of Kate. And uh, we, we, of course, we are now going to adapt all this to the new robot, which is called Marvin. Yeah, I saw the live presentation of Kate uh, before fetching uh, a cup of, of Coke and so on. And it was obvious that there's a high potential but also it's still tricky where all the disciplines from voice recognition to, to video processing have to interact to be successful. Yes, you're absolutely right. This is an extremely difficult, extremely complex software engineering task. Even though we are able to learn particular tasks, there still is, of course, this software engineering effort to bring all these disciplines like image processing, planning, artificial intelligence, machine learning. We have to bring all these modules together 
and this this extremely complex software engineering process uh, costs of course uh, very much uh, human resources very much manpower and this is actually the problem at the moment in the service robotics research community there are very many universities all around the globe but all these university institutes they are not very large uh, they are typically like between two and ten researchers and this is uh, by far too small for doing all the engineering for a complex robot and therefore really making a stable product out of this that works in everyday environments in changing scenarios such a product cannot be developed by the universities and it's actually not the purpose of a university to do this what we do at the university is we do research and we show that it works and we are finished And now comes a big company, or should come, that puts a lot of money into such a project and would then be able to deliver a good product at an affordable price. And I was waiting for such a big player to do this for many years. And quite recently, about half a year ago, now there is rumors that Google is going to develop the first commercially available affordable service robot. And uh, I mean, the indications are very quite clear because Google bought all the, the, the premium robotics companies. And so I, I guess that in about five years, uh, there will be such products on the market. So where can people find on the web to, to see, to learn about your new, new robot, your, new, your prototype? Yeah, I mean, you just surf on the website of our institute, which is iki.hsweingarten.de. Okay, I will have the link in the show notes. Okay. You, so thank you very much, Professor Wolfgang Ertl, and thanks for, for talking to us. So far for now. My apologies to the HPR community and to Professor Wolfgang Ertl for taking so long to put this out. And my sincere thanks to him for being such an approachable guy and for making it easy for me to take my N900, stick it in front of him and record this interview. And if you are listening to this episode the moment it hits the HBR feed, we are just days away from 2015's event as the Ham Radio and the Maker World 2015 will take place this weekend. Please don't take me as a good example and do your shows in a more timely fashion. Hear you hopefully sooner. Bye for now. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.